Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage 2 Market Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. We're here today with Dr. Liz Bywater. Liz is the founder and president of Bywater Consulting Group, and she helps C-suite leaders increase their influence, catapult innovation, accelerate growth, build exceptional teams, and thrive amid the pressures of a 24 by 7 world. Her clients include top-tier executives at companies like Johnson & Johnson, Nike, Thomson Reuters, Bristol-Myers Squibb, and more. She's an expert commentator for the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and Fast Company, and she's been a featured guest on CBS Radio's Philadelphia Agenda and Remarkable Women. She's also on the editorial advisory board for Life Science Leader magazine, and she writes a monthly column called Dr. Liz on Leadership. She's a recent inductee to the Million Dollar Consulting Hall of Fame and a longstanding member of the American Psychological Association and the Society for the Advancement of Consulting. Plus, Liz is the author of the new book, Slow Down to Speed Up, Lead, Succeed, and Thrive in a 24 by 7 World. So welcome, Liz. Linda, hi. How are you? I'm great. So tell me, slow down to speed up. Boy, it seems to me we're speeding up all of the time. Things are getting faster and faster and faster, and there's no one saying slow down. Everything is faster. So um, can you give us an idea a little bit, why did you write this book, and, and why in this fast world should we be trying to slow down instead of to go even faster? Well, you're absolutely right, Linda, that we are in a world where um, things just are speeding up all the time. There is little to no downtime. There is insufficient time to be thoughtful and reflective and strategic and to do the kind of planning and preparation that really help us to be effective in the work that we're doing. Whether And, and, and this applies to personal life just as much as it does to our professional lives. Um, but I see it all the time with the clients that I work with, um, you know, senior-level executives and their teams who are working very hard to get rapid results. But by going so quickly, what happens is, you know, mistakes are made, opportunities are missed, um, things aren't set up properly for success, and so you're actually able to get better results, faster results, more sustainably, and with far fewer mistakes. Um, the impact is actually much greater when you take a slow down to speed up approach. So slow down to speed up, but one of the things that I notice is, is what we have seen is FOMO, fear of missing out, right? If we're going slower, is there this concern we're going to miss out even more on something? How do you, how do you see that being reconciled? Yeah, and I think you're right. I, I think it's a fear more than a reality. So the fact is we, none of us can do everything. None of us can be part of everything. And it's really about determining what are the most important things. You know, what are the things that if you miss out on, it doesn't really matter that much. It doesn't, it doesn't have meaning. It doesn't drive business results. It doesn't drive professional and personal success. And let go of those things. But by slowing down, it doesn't mean that you're going at um, you know, a, a snail's pace. What it really means is that you are taking time out of the busyness, what I call the busyness of business, and um, be, being more thoughtful and, and uh, proactive in your approach. So I've been speaking a lot with my clients lately about 
my concept of taking a strategic pause. And you might be moving along very quickly, making reasonably rapid decisions and having good momentum in the work you're doing, and that's all fantastic. But if you aren't taking periodic and deliberate pauses in what you're doing, sometimes you just end up going very rapidly, but maybe not going in the right direction or maybe not, um, you know, you said fear of missing out. Maybe you're missing out on things that are actually quite important. When you take a pause, you have the time to reflect on, hmm, you know, what am I trying to achieve here? What's my purpose? What direction do I want to be going in? Where have I been in the past and how can I replicate the things that worked really well and how can I make sure I'm not inadvertently repeating past mistakes? I call those regrettable repetitions, you know. So it's not about going slow all the time. It's about figuring out when to go more slowly, when to go more quickly, and taking those thoughtful breaks in the action. So tell me a little from a business perspective. Um, When business leaders and teams are moving too fast, uh, how do you get them to slow down? Because we, we hear from, certainly there's the personal perspective, we're all going and we need some time to reflect. But we hear about getting products to market faster, you know, reaching things in, in, uh, you know, in, in a different way and responding to customer feedback in a faster way. How do you, um, how do you reconcile having to move more quickly in the market with this uh, idea of, of taking time and pausing and slowing down a bit? Well, it really all starts with the leader. So the work that I do really centers on working with the senior leader within an organization. Often it's the CEO. If it's one of my Fortune 20 clients, it might be someone in the C-suite or you know, closely connected with the C-suite. Um, but somebody with a position of influence and um, some sort of strategic control over the way the teams and the organization is, is operating. By advising the leaders that by taking a more thoughtful and strategic approach, by being more proactive than reactive, and sometimes I will actually not work not only with the leader but directly with the leadership teams, the information then gets cascaded, the information, the mindset, and the approach of um, – not simply going faster, 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 because that doesn't actually lead to a better outcome. Um, So I'll I'll tell you what, I was with a team for a couple of days this week, Monday and Tuesday. We had what I call a team accelerator session. And the reason I call it team accelerator, even though it's a slow down to speed up approach, is because taking just small amounts of time, and so for a team it maybe it's you get together once or twice for a day or two throughout, you know, a quarter. It's not weekly, it's not monthly. But by blocking out that time and cascading the approach throughout the organization, what you find is you can speed up where it really counts. You can get products to market more quickly. You can respond to customers more effectively. But you're, by cutting out wasted time, mistakes, um, you know, downtime that isn't productive, what you're really doing is you're freeing yourself up to do the right things and get a much better business outcome. So that's great. And, and I think it comes, it makes sense because what you're saying is let's not just do things. Sometimes we do things just because we want to get something done. And so there's this, this busyness and this let's just do something. And what you're saying is take the time to understand what it is you're doing, make sure you're doing the right things, and not just move forward. I know on the marketing side, I see this with people who want to just go out and execute marketing campaigns. And they've seen the latest Facebook campaign or something on Twitter or Instagram or whatever it is, and they want to go do that. And what they haven't done is taken the time up front to say, who am I trying to reach? What's the message? 
where do these people go, who do they listen to, etc. And all of that needs to happen first before you jump on Twitter or you jump on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is and start executing. Because otherwise you start executing and then what you start to see is things aren't happening. It's like, well, everybody else is getting results, why not me? And so you've wasted a lot of time going that way. So that makes a, makes a lot of sense to me. So um, from a marketing perspective, any input that you have as to, as marketers, what can we do when we reach out to our potential audiences? Um, are, should we be telling them to, to slow down? Should we be focused more on different things? Do you have any ideas there? Well, I, you know, I think the, um, what marketers can do really aligns well with what I tell you know, most of my clients to do. And actually, some of my clients are marketers, although oftentimes they're marketers within a very large you know, organization. Um, but there are a few strategies that you can take to really help you protect time and divert your time in the way that is most impactful in this sort of very busy, uh, kind of frenetic 24-7, always-on world that we're living in. Um, you know, one of the things that I would really encourage is, first of all, to really protect those strategic pause times. So that means looking at your calendar and maybe advising your client to do the same thing and blocking out time that is protected for coming up with a thoughtful plan, for having an important conversation, for sitting down and building relationships, for creating content content that has meaning and impact, um, but protecting that time and refusing to give it up to the sort of fire of the day. Um, the second thing is to be really diligent about being aware of your priorities and sticking to them, being thoughtful each morning. What are the things that are going to help me and my business, that are going to help my client more rapidly reach their audiences? And stick with those priorities rather than having a to-do list of you know 50 or 100 things, in which case nothing Nothing really jumps off the page as most important and top priority. And the third thing I would recommend is to really be clear about saying no to the requests that come your way or the ideas that you happen to um, generate, maybe as you're working with a client to come up with an, you know, a new marketing campaign. But whether it's from someone else or something that you've generated yourself, say no to the things that maybe look good but aren't great, um, the things that would be interesting or excited but exciting but don't lead you more rapidly towards a positive outcome. By being very clear on what is a yes and what is a no, you protect and preserve time for those important and meaningful activities that will help you and your clients be most successful. So I think that's really important because what, some of what you're saying is it's not just slowing down, but it's eliminating the things that aren't really driving you where you want to go. And it's taking the time to really understand and say, ah, I could do this, but I don't have to. Or I've been doing this before, but maybe I stopped doing it and focus somewhere else. So it's as much around what you don't do as it is what you do do. It's actually true, completely true. You know, I, I was working with an executive team in Miami a couple of weeks ago, and at the end of the session, I always like to kind of check in with the executives I'm working with and ask them, um, you know, what was most impactful and what, what action steps will you take away from our conversation? And uh, one of the executives has, is a fellow who's been with the company the longest. He's been with this company for about 20 years, and he is um, an operational executive and very, you know, very busy, lots of things on his list lots of um, activities that he has to execute. He said to me, Liz, the most impactful thing was, you know, the idea of the no list. And I'm going to start working on my no list right away. I'm going to have an accountability partner and kind of share the things that I'm saying no to on a daily basis. And, you know, some of those things that are a no, by the way, can be a no because you're, you're offering it to somebody else. 
You know, mm-hmm. so maybe you're referring on to a colleague of yours, or if you're an executive, maybe you are developing somebody on your team to take that action. So no doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't get done, but hey, maybe it doesn't get done by you. So what right. if my other activities is me, not me? And if it's not me, then who is it? So these sort of thoughtful decision-making hacks, you might call them, really mm-hmm. do help protect your time so that you can have the effect and impact that you're trying to. That makes sense. So if you had just one piece of advice to give all of us who are moving so quickly, and perhaps we want to take the time out, but there's someone kind of breathing down our neck who says you've got to get it done by this time or else. It could be a manager. It could be a client. It could be a spouse or, you know, whatever in, in you know, personal life. What's the one piece of advice you give people as to where do they start to, to slow down and to speed up? That's a great question, Linda. I would say in the, in the situation you're talking about where you have somebody else pushing on you to get things done, the most important thing is to take the time, and you can call it a strategic pause, but to have conversations with those people. You know, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's a boss, maybe it's a customer or a client, maybe it's a colleague or business partner, but to, to take a pause to have those kind of alignment conversations or negotiations, if you will, around, hey, listen, I want to make sure that you and I are both successful, and my sense is doing X, Y, and Z is going to have greatest impact, and I hear you want to do something different. Let's figure out what's going to make the most sense moving forward, and that's where I can really dedicate my time, effort, and energy. And if we need to, we can set these other things aside and come back to them later. But by having the conversations, driving that agreement with the other people that are so important to your success, um, you can really, you can come to a place where you're doing the right things and you're not constantly chasing the next shiny object. That, that makes sense. We've been talking with Liz Bywater. Liz is the founder and president of Bywater Consulting and the author of the recently released book, Slow Down to Speed Up, Lead, Succeed, and Thrive in a 24 by 7 World. So Liz, if people wanted to find out more about you and your book, where would they go? Linda, I'm going to give them three places. If they're interested in the book, they can find it on Amazon.com. If they would like to link with me, they can find me on LinkedIn under Liz Bywater. And they can go to my uh, newly launched, uh, updated, and newly branded website, www.lizbywater.com. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Liz. It's a pleasure to have you here. And now we have to all go back and slow down instead of speeding up. Thanks, Linda. Listen, wonderful slowing down to have a conversation with you. Okay, this is Linda Popke. Until next time, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage 2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.leverage2market.com.